This podcast is brought to you by Intel vPro. The kiss that caused a crisis in Spanish soccer, an end to the 9 to 5 workday, and Florida is bracing for a major hurricane. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Tuesday, August 29th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Number one, a judge set a March 4th trial date in Donald Trump's federal election case. The date was set yesterday by a federal judge in D.C., and it's far sooner than April 2026, which is what Trump's lawyers had requested. The former president faces charges of plotting to overturn the 2020 election. March 4th clashes with Trump's 2024 campaign schedule and key dates in other criminal cases against him. It's one day before Super Tuesday, when more than a dozen states will hold primaries or caucuses to pick the Republican presidential nominee. In related news, former Trump chief of staff Mark Meadows testified in Georgia yesterday. He defended his actions in meetings and phone calls after the 2020 election, actions that prosecutors are describing as part of the plot to overturn Joe Biden's victory in the state. Number two. Florida is bracing for a major hurricane. Hurricane Adalia is expected to hit Florida's Gulf Coast tomorrow. It's being fueled by record warm temperatures over the Gulf of Mexico. Hurricane and storm surge warnings have been issued for places including Tampa, Clearwater, Cedar Key, and the coastal zone south of Tallahassee. And 21 counties issued evacuation orders yesterday as the storm moved northward. You can track Adalia's path on our homepage. Number three, a UNC faculty member was killed in a campus shooting. The shooting shut down the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill for three hours yesterday. It sparked urgent warnings for students to take shelter. Here's one UNC student talking about what they experienced. At first, we, you know, we thought it was like maybe a drill or something. It took us a while to realize how serious it was. And you could feel in the room, like, the more and more we realized how real it was. Like, we went from sitting there on our social media to barricading doors. A person was taken into custody, but neither the suspect nor the victim have been named by authorities. Police said the motive isn't clear yet and the weapon has not been found. Number four, a top Spanish soccer official is facing a sexual assault investigation. This goes back to Spain's victory at the Women's World Cup earlier this month. During the team celebration, Federation President Luis Rubiales kissed player Jenny Hermoso on the lips. She said she didn't consent to the kiss, and now players are boycotting the national team in protest. Yesterday, people gathered in Madrid to support the players of the women's soccer team. Federal prosecutors have announced an investigation, and Rubiales has been provisionally suspended by FIFA, that soccer's international governing body. Spain's victory should have been a moment of celebration, but the unwanted kiss has sparked a crisis in Spanish soccer and a reckoning over sexism in the country. Number five, a deadly tick-borne epidemic is raging. 
Rocky Mountain Spotted Fever is one of the most lethal infectious diseases in the Americas. It's rare, but has reemerged at epidemic levels in northern Mexico. More than 2,000 cases, resulting in hundreds of deaths, have been reported there in the past five years. But this could have a wider impact. Warming temperatures make ticks more aggressive towards humans. Scientists are worried that the disease could spread to more places as the world warms up. Number six, the era of the nine to five workday may be over. Wi-Fi data shows that in most of the country, only about half of office visits last for at least six hours. Before the pandemic, 84% of visits lasted that long or longer. This suggests that a transformative shift is taking place in how people are working. Employees may be returning to the office, but they're taking advantage of an unspoken new flexibility. They're visiting the office on their own terms, coming in late after a workout, leaving early to grab groceries or to pick up their children before logging back on. And at number seven, fruit and vegetable prescriptions may lead to better heart health. That's according to a major new study. These prescriptions are part of a growing effort in healthcare to provide food as medicine to potentially prevent or improve chronic health conditions. Researchers studied thousands of people from low-income neighborhoods who received food vouchers through nine programs in a dozen states. Participants were given vouchers worth $15 to $300 a month to buy more fruit and vegetables from farmers markets and grocery stores. The findings were encouraging. People who took part in these programs lost weight and experienced significant reductions in their blood pressure. You're all caught up. Don't forget to rate the show wherever you listen. And if you listen on Apple, tell us what you think by leaving us a review. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. This podcast is brought to you by Intel vPro. AI PCs built for business with Intel Core Ultra Processors and Intel vPro are optimized for hundreds of AI apps and tools to boost user productivity, all with AI-powered threat detection. Learn more at intel.com slash itheroes.